Good morning, Jerry. Good morning, Brother John. How are you doing? Pretty good. All right. Uh, hey, we got a bunch of cool stuff today. Yeah, one ding dong dilly of a show, that's for sure. The bro show. Yeah. All good. This is, this is the bro show. I'm Jerry. I'm John. And we've got four things we're going to talk about. And we yeah. are in the season of lizard. We have six month seasons and, and we have yeah. an animal associated with it. Our animal this six month period, this season, is the lizard. Yes. Mm. Mm, yeah. Yep. This is an interesting animal. We talked a lot about what lizards are and what lizards aren't uh, on the mm. last episode of the show, but we've got we've got a lot of ground to cover. Now today, we can so dive just into a, to just a specific lizard. Mm. Yeah, I think we can in a story about him. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So, hey, uh, which T-shirt are you wearing? Well, I just thought I'd stick with the animals, and I've got the bear shirt on, Season of the Bear. The bear in the car. Nice, really, nice. A really good That's, season. Those were the days. The days of the bear. The season of the, the bear. Days of the bear. What a, what, what a season. It was bearable. What a bear. Oh, good. Well, yeah, it is good. I'm since since uh, you didn't ask, I am wearing uh, the Second Clark Street Alehouse oh, T-shirt. Yeah, that 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 actually has the. Is that the one that's got a music on the back of it like yeah it's songs. got the set list on the back the, the set, list, set that, list yeah it's a set list that people die to listen to mm. yeah yeah very good yeah it's probably good for sure okay so uh yeah the sponsor this week is the horned lizard uh conservation society they create yes. a really dandy yellow t-shirt that's got the horned lizard in its native habitat drawn, mm. painted on the front of it. It's a really cool-looking T-shirt. This so. is a really important organization, a 50C3 that's been in existence for well over 20 years, volunteer-driven, uh, resides in Austin, Arizona. Its mission is to Austin, study and document. Texas. Austin, Arizona. Uh, Austin, Texas. Oh, when did they move it? Man, I think it's always been there. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Its mission is to study and document and publicize the value and conservation needs of horned lizards. Yes. One very dedicated group of individuals that are here to let us know that the horned lizard is important and needs to continue to exist. Yes. Well, they almost got uh, uh, sold out of existence in pet shops uh, during our childhood. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. lizards are quite often, and this is a specific lizard that doesn't do well as a pet. Correct. Yeah. So that's the reason that they're, it's important for us to just uh, learn a lot about them. And uh, they primarily reside in uh, Texas, uh, semi-arid arid territories like in New Mexico and Arizona, yep. et cetera. Yep. All good. Yep. yep, all they need is a little sand. They like to they'll wiggle around and hide underneath mm-hmm. the sand. So, that's our lizard uh, sponsor. Very good. And, yeah, I've got a link in the show notes if people want to get one of these. It'll take you right over to the to the Horned Lizard Conservation Society website. Okay. Yep. You 
ready for the first lizard story, John? Yeah, this is the first one. It's a, it's an incredible story. A couple months ago in April 2021, a monitor lizard, which uh, we'll describe in a little while, decided it was uh, it was hungry. I mean, this is what we find happens when these animals go to the grocery store. It isn't because they're out of curiosity. It's because no. they want something to eat. Yeah. If they go into a food shop, they want something to eat. They go to a 7-Eleven, they want something to eat. This is yeah. no deep, dark mystery. So uh, this is in Thailand, a suburb of, uh, of Bangkok. A monitor lizard went in there, and they took a picture of it. It's, it's an amazing video. You can see a lizard climbing up shelves, uh, trying to get to the top. And actually, I think the reason it did it is because it was a little cold in there. And yeah. it wanted to get closer to the light so it could kind of get a little toasty. So yeah, give us the deets on this lizard, Mister Animal Man. Yeah, yeah I was uh, I could hardly hold back while you were talking. Yeah, this lizard is about six feet long. This particular one, uh, six or seven feet, and uh, a lot of it is tail, but it's still a large animal. Uh, and it's a monitor lizard. Monitor lizards are in Africa. They're in Southeast Asia. Some are aquatic, some mm. are desert dwelling. They even have them in Australia, and the ones in Australia, the monitor lizards are beautiful. The colors are astounding, and uh, yeah, they don't have them in Europe or, or North America or any of that stuff. Uh, I don't know about South America. I don't recall there being monitor lizards per se in South America. No, I took but, a look at it. There's actually it's Africa all the way through to Australia. And there has been an invasive species of the monitor lizard in Florida, South Florida. Ah, pets getting loose. Yeah, pet gets loose. And before you know it, it's hanging in the swamps or wherever it wants to. It wouldn't be in the swamps. Yeah. I don't know where it goes. But the, that I did see that well, wiki entry. They are aquatic, some of them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I got confused got with that horned lizard. Sorry. That's okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, they're, they're a big lizard. And they actually make decent pets. Uh, I, ha- I had a friend in Oklahoma who had one, and uh, he's a good pet. Hey, let's you know, let's get down to the deets. Is it good eating? Uh, yeah, they are pretty good eating. It tastes like uh, chicken, fish. You know what? It's amazing. You know, I got a feeling that if somebody said something to you about an animal, if you yeah. said, yeah, it tastes like chicken, you'd probably be 90% time correct. Yeah, that's a safe bet. <laughs> that a safe is a bet. safe bet. I've never, it I've tastes never like eaten. chicken, but a little. If, for example, if it's an animal that gets, that's aquatic, well, it tastes like chicken, but maybe a little like frog, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you know, like a frog or a fish, very often they have an underlying taste that tastes like the pond they're in or the lake they're in. Ah, know, particularly the mud. Oh, I thought that was Turtles. seasoning. <laughs> no, no, that's not seasoning. That's the mud, actually. But uh, I've never had lizard myself, but I have had rattlesnake. And I've been told they taste very similar. And the rattlesnake tastes like a cross between chicken and, and fish. So, anyway, that's not that interesting. But uh, this lizard story is uh, quite amazing. It's a great, yeah. great video. You have to go watch it. It's, it's, it's the people are in a, in a state of, uh, of the poor thing. It needs to get eat. It needs to be fed. And then they're shriek, shrieking out of terror. It's a There's some of that. <laughs> now, they showed a segment in the link that, that's an I think it's NBC or ABC. I can't remember which. NBC. NBC. So that they, uh, Introduce this segment and talk about it, 
and there's the three newscasters afterwards talking, and the one in the middle goes, the woman says, I don't know how, you know, much bigger, you know, a lizard has to get before it's actually a dragon. You know, she was yeah. really freaked out. <laughs> it was pretty funny. But it pointed out in the article that this lizard, uh, Southeast Asia monitor lizard, is the second largest lizard in the world. The largest is the Komodo dragon. Which yeah, is we'll also save that for a, another day. I can it's hardly a type wait. Of monitor. It's a type of monitor also. Okay. All right. So, you ready for uh, the word? We need a word. What's the word? The word is the shipping. Word. Shipping. Well, you know, that's a, that's a word. I was a shipping clerk. I was a shipping clerk also. Well, I was shipping and receiving. Uh, you're, you, <laughs> I was mostly shipping. You were better at receiving. Hey, here's what shipping <sighs> means in today's modern Yeah, use, break out that jargon. urban dictionary. <laughs> yeah, that's what I had to do. It's the act of one wanting slash supporting two individuals involved in a romantic relationship. It's yeah. a form of matchmaking that's done on the fly is what it is. It's wishing or hoping or pushing. So you don't know. It could, it could, this could happen to just about anybody, I would imagine. Uh, I, I, you know, hypothetically, let's say uh, an older fellow went with a younger guy to a ball game, a married guy, and he was right behind, beside two fun girls, and he decided that he was guilty talking to them, so he basically shipped the two girls to the older guy who insisted that upon the girls that – well, once yeah. the girls got the phone number, asked for the phone number from the older guys, well, then he completed the shipping exercise. This isn't autobiographical, is it, older guy? <laughs> this could happen to anybody. No, it could happen to anybody. Yeah, anybody who goes to Wrigley nice Field cover. on a Friday afternoon, this can happen. Wow. <laughs> that sounds really specific. Wow. Well, it was all hypothetical. That's what we need. That's the key word. It was hypothetical. Um I learned this word <laughs> <clears throat> reading uh, Endgame by Zoe Reed. Zoe Reed's a pretty good author, so that's where I ran into it. I'd never heard of it before, so this was new to me. But you know, the, when you ever think of a uh, first thing I think of when I read the definition, the fu- a fuller definition, you took a really good, good, concise portion of it about the fact that it's in movies, books, etc. First thing I thought of was was uh, a White Christmas. Ah, yeah, with uh, Danny Kaye and Vera Allen uh, wanting to find, uh, you know, wanting to get uh, Vera Allen's older sister, played by Rosemary Clooney, um, uh, you know, sized up, coupled with uh, Bing Crosby, and how hard they worked to get that relationship uh, fired up. What do you think? A lot of shipping going on there, a lot of shipping. Yeah, that that was really good. Yeah, that's a great movie. Oh, yeah, and that's a good example of it, I do believe. I believe you're correct. Hey, hey. Um, yeah, that happens. It happens. Every once in a while we communicate. Every everywhere. once in a while we agree. Every once in a while we agree. Yeah. Let's see if we agree about our, our two takes. You want to? Oh, yeah. Hey, listen, we know there's a lot of mask anxiety out there. As we are transitioning to different uh, you know, stages of, of, the, of the COVID virus, the pandemic, and in some places it's winding down, some places it isn't. We don't know what we're up to. And sure enough, we got all these mixed messages with respect to masks. And I think it creates a lot of mask anxiety. So no, that's not, that's not mass anxiety. That's mask anxiety. Yeah. Right? And you know, that's what's so good about the mask. It can mask 
anxiety too, and that's one of the yeah. benefits of wearing one. Good yep. point. Yep. Oh, hey, look, I mean, each of us, as we go out the door, do we take our mask with us? Yes. Yep. You know, I think one thing we need to make clear right away is some people need to wear masks because they are immunocompromised. That's people correct. that are currently have cancer, transplant patients. Uh, then there's people on the cusp that have had chemotherapy and, and a variety of things. And before you know it, their immune yeah. systems have been compromised. And they need to wear the mask anyway. That's right. That's right. And mostly as a signal for others. Because, uh, yeah, if you don't have it, and uh, I don't know how well the mask works to keep you from broadcasting or keep you from receiving. I've never... Do you know the bottom line on that, John? Yeah. The the mask was actually more to use to keep you... At the beginning, the, the idea was to keep you from receiving. Right. Because the mask really, unless you were wearing one of those N95s, one of those surgical right. the ones for the hospital, those are the ones that might keep you from projecting. But, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, I can't... You know what? I can't yeah, correct. I, I I could be wrong about that. You're I right. Know. There is one way the mask really worked at the beginning that they made a point about. So, yeah, I can't um, remember it either. Yeah. In any I, case, whether, whichever way it is, I wear a mask when I go out because I'm immunocompromised. So, I wear a mask because yeah. I'm tired of trying to figure out whether I should wear it or not. Well, actually, the reason I wear it is because I can't leave my building without at least have had having the mask on because we still have the rules in our building that you need to wear the mask in public areas. Now, just about everybody, there is some place where you live where you have to wear a mask. Now, that could be public right. transportation. It could be a retail store saying you you need to wear the mask, etc. So, uh, But the, what's interesting is these non-COVID reasons that people are comfortable or want to wear a mask. And I think that's what's really fascinating by it. I do too, and that—that's what we're really talking about here. Yeah, is, yeah, and there's—we actually read two articles. One was U.S. based, and the other was Japan based. In Japan, they've been wearing masks on and off since the Spanish flu, 1918. Yeah. So that's a horse of a different color. Right. And so they're—they got those masks ready to roll at any time, and you know they wear them if there's a very virulent flu going around. They, you know, doesn't take much for, and you know, Japanese society is really heavily, densely populated in some metropolitan areas. It's and there yeah. are areas where there's hardly any population, but then they have these cities that are mega packed, and so social distancing is difficult. The mask is very important, and they have lots of them. Uh, yeah, it's it's kind of a phenomenon. Uh, singular Japanese style kind of phenomenon. And I don't know if it really takes place any place else like it does there, but people have lots of reasons to have a mask at the ready. And there's a very unusual thing, John, where during the pandemic, some kids went to school for the first time with a mask. Right. And they no one had seen their face? Hardly. You know, maybe mm -hmm. a glance when they ate. But... They haven't seen anybody else's face either. And they got comfortable with that. Right. And some people can't hide their emotions. You know, they wear them on their face, you know. And so for people like that, that's another reason someone might, might want to continue to wear a mask. 
So. Yeah, you know, one of the, the things that's been shown is the fact that the by not by wearing the mask, it's cut down on colds and also regular flu. So some people are saying, you know, when's the last time I had a cold? When's the last yeah. time I had? And then even to get as crude as we want to get, when's the last time I smelled bad breath? That's it. I mean, that's a big one. Some people really hate bad breath. These are the people who don't have bad breath, those assholes. And so, <laughs> that's the way it goes. Hey, you know, there's another another class of people who would like to keep the mask, and that's people who don't want to be recognized. Yeah, that's true. And if you're running be... from the if you're running from the law, right? Hey, things never were better than during the pandemic, and they're gonna they're going like, hmm. How long can I get away with wearing this mask before the FBI picks me up? Well, it's it's like you go into a bank. If usually, if a person went into a bank with a mask on, they would immediately be uncomfortable. But you know, they could come in with a mask now and be business as usual, just going to cash a check or make a deposit. And before you know it, they're right there at the teller, and they say, "By the way, uh, I am I, I'm 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 not I'm I don't I'm the cash a check." But I'm not going to actually write it out. I just want you to give the money if you don't mind. And they look yeah. up and they realize, oh, this is a mask. This is a bandit. This is a bank robber. Uh, I've got a gun. Yeah. Yeah. Words you do not want to hear if you're a bank teller. Oh, yeah, well. It makes it easy. It makes it easy for them. There's other situations, too, that uh, you, know, you may not think of if, if you're uh, part of the male group of uh, humans. But, you know, I don't know if you notice this, John, but females wear makeup. Yeah. Uh, professional females in particular. And this way they only have to make up their eyes. That's right. So it cuts down on the easier. amount of makeup you have to put on. It's uh, <coughs> So it saves a little time when you maybe are running late for work and say, oh, let's just put the mask on. We don't have to. We'll, we'll get there on time. Yeah. It saves time. Uh, it, you know. I don't think I don't think men appreciate what women go through to get themselves ready to to go to an event or to go to work or what have you. And, you know, you are on parade the whole time and mm. people are looking at you and evaluating you. Yeah, Is my lipstick yeah. OK? Mm. Did it get smudged? Is it sticking to my teeth? You know, did I get all those whiskers off my upper lip? You know, there's a lot oh. of anxiety going on there right around the nose and mouth. So. Ask be really handy yeah but the question is is how how is it going to work in the united states how much mask how much are we going to continue to wear wear mask or mask going to be a part of our life it's going to is it going to be something comparable to japan where where there will be situations that'll take place or we'll see people where you know like the immunocompromised people that uh we're going to be wearing masks maybe for some time now so we just don't know yeah. No, we It'll don't know. It would be interesting know. to see how it shakes out. Uh, I'd be very curious. But right here in the U.S. of A., like I said before, there are kids who have only ever been in social situations with a mask, and they are now uncomfortable taking it off. There's a, there's a good good story that you sent me that uh, had that in there, this kid. Just, oh, yeah, just, that's right. Just, he tried to eat with his uh, – he had, he had feedback He tried to eat mentality. with his mask on. Yeah, yeah. that yeah, poor fellow. Want, and, you know, yeah. yeah. And that's the problem. I mean, these kids are are, are don't know a, a social situation where they weren't wearing the mask, and it's going to continue because obviously these younger kids, less than twelve years old, are not going to be able to be vaccinated probably before they go back to school. 
So uh, they're going to be confronted. And just this morning, everybody's saying the CDC is giving us these school school, uh, guidelines, but all of a sudden, it's like people are scratching their head because it's still confusing. And that's just the, that's just the way it is with the mask. It's just all, it's not quite clear. I came up with one that was kind of interesting, a, a reason not to wear a mask. What's that? The reason not to wear a mask would be that long-term mask use weakens the immune system because it doesn't get a chance to exercise. <laughs> wow. wow, you know, that's real, I suppose. Well, I get, let's just say it's, it, it's warrant a study. By actually the uh, Northwestern University Feinberg School of Medicine, which happens to be where I go, but oh, I just wow. have to see it in that that the article. They're doing that. Yeah, that's pretty hilarious. That's a little hilarious. <laughs> oh well. So, but I know that when I leave my apartment, I carry a mask with me, and usually, obviously, I have to put it on to start out with. Yep. And um, it, it's I think one of the things I've learned is that it, it mass for me, particularly in the wintertime, was very dangerous. Uh, I could be on my bicycle with a mask on and then all of a sudden I'm riding my bike and I can't see because of the fog on my glasses. Yep. So I found out that I could actually ride safer without my glasses on than off, which is another yeah. scary thing. Yeah. <laughs> No, it for real, it for sure is. Yeah. Now they, and on the end, and those those professional masks, they've got that wire up by the bridge of your nose. You can pinch, and it cuts off that air. Hey, you know, come to think of it, after giving it a little bit of thought, not much. It's wearing the mask from the front end was keeping the you from imparting uh, the germs, rather than because the mask really isn't seal proof so it's not going to keep things from coming in so it was more keeping output you know, output it was an output exercise it was an output uh, thing is what it was all about but, all right. uh, finally it took me only so long to figure that out but I hey did. you figured it out it's a short show yeah we're going yeah. to keep it that way by going to the groaner uh, yeah, we've got two groaners. Uh, groaners are provided to us by Vincent Anthony Lauder Jr., commonly referred to as the coach. Now, the coach provides me with more than one, more than two groaners each, each week. And I felt that it's about time I go to my groaner vault. Uh, oh. seal, it's a, it's, it's, it's a, it's kept a locked sealed. up. It's hermetically sealed to keep these groaners fresh. We've done nothing worse than a stale groaner. Oh, man. Well, let me be the judge of that. Go yeah, ahead. okay. And uh, So here we go. Here's the first one. What do you call two birds in love? What do you call two birds in love? Don't know. <laughs> Tweetarts. <laughs> oh, good one. Like these are, these are what I would call oldies but goodies. Uh, nice maybe oldies, oldies but <laughs> I'll leave you to say the rest. <laughs> what did the <laughs> dog that gave birth to pups near a road get arrested for? What did the dog that gave birth to pups near a road get arrested for? Don't know. <laughs> <laughs> he was cited for littering. <laughs> oh, that's excellent. <laughs> Sorry for falling asleep during the first half of the show. Hope nobody noticed it, but <laughs> okay, John. <laughs> Later. Later. Okay, bye bye.